Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here, trying to encourage us to be in God's Word. And as we're going through Psalms 19, just reminding myself really why I do this and the joy that I get in doing it and in reading God's Word. And so here in Psalms 19, we've broken it into three parts. I'm in the third part here. So the first part was how God's creation declares His glory. And we we all are without excuse. And then 7 through 11, talking about just how much greater God's Word is than anything else in life. And that there's a great reward in desiring God's Word and going after God's Word. And the reward of Him building your character, giving you wisdom, reviving your heart, feeding your soul, right? And so now we're to verses 12 to the end. And this is really about us staying humble, being humble before the Lord and humble toward our brothers and sisters as God grows us. So as he makes you wise and revives your heart and enlightens your your character, your eyes, develops the, his character in you and feeds your soul that you do not become haughty or prideful, but that you stay humble. So let's look at that starting in verse 12. Who can discern his errors? Declare me innocent from hidden faults. Keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless and innocent of great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen, right? So that's uh, through the end of Psalms 19. And so a couple of things there. Just, you know, there are things that we do that we don't know are are ugly to God that are sin. And eventually God shows those to us, but until he shows that to us, reveals that to us, we're asking him here to keep us from those or expose those to us. Uh, there's so many, so many of us, we can get caught in the, in the trap of gossip, right? And we're going to, Hey, I'm going to, you know, <clears throat> really shouldn't be talking about this, but I'll, I want you guys to be praying for this guy or this girl or this family or this couple and, and here's what's going on and so let's pray for them right that's, that's gossip that's simply gossip and we can easily get caught in those things and and lots of other sin can come to us and we might not think it's all oh, that's not a bad thing to see or to listen to or to watch but it's an abomination to god but god doesn't throw that in our face right away he's developing us and developing his character in us and it starts to expose these things as we can handle it. But then this presumptuous sin, well, that's when we know it's sin and we still do it. And we still do it. Not that any of you guys do that. <clears throat> but I love how the psalmist here is just saying, <clears throat> excuse me, keep back your servant also or keep me back, Lord, from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Hebrews 13 talks about the sin that easily entangles you, right? This is what you know it's sin and you still do it. Well, let's run this race before us without getting tangled up. And how do we do that? Well, we actually need God's help. Keep back your servant, Lord. Help me to, uh, to stay away from these presumptuous sins. Let them not have what? Dominion over me. Wow, what a way to just humble yourself before the Lord and to real, recognize you have an Achilles heel. You have sin that easily entangles you and you need God's help. And that's what we're to aim 
for and go after. And, and that even the meditations of our heart, the words of our mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Oh, what a, what a great aim. What a great prayer for us to do that. And that is, that is why we have to stay in God's word. It is God's word that helps us, feeds us, nourishes us, strengthens us to be able to run the race, to be able to press on toward that goal for which Christ Jesus has taken hold of us, as Philippians 4 says. But running the race, as Hebrews 13 says, or to be the man of God that Romans 12 and, uh, describes. And so, or the, the, the person of God. And so I want to encourage you guys to really dig into that. And I want to read again the, the shorter catechism from Spurgeon here about God, because that's who we worship. That's who we want to glorify. What is God? Right? God is spirit, infinite, eternal, and unchangeable in his being, wisdom, power, holiness, justice, goodness, and truth. And this God who is unchangeable, we read in Psalms 19 that his word that he gave us, it feeds our soul, it enlightens our eyes, it it, it revives our hearts, it develops godly character in us, giving us wisdom and causes us to fall more in love with God's word than the stuff of this wor world or even the stuff that we might desire in the, in the areas of food or taste, those kind of things, right? So let's dig in and let God prove to us the, the verse, taste and see that the Lord is good. And we taste and see that the Lord is good by reading his word. Well, I hope this has been beneficial to you as we've gone quickly through Psalms 19. I would encourage you to look at Psalms 1. It has an incredible promise in there. And it's all about being in God's Word. So that's a great psalm to go up with Psalm 19. Praying for those of you who I know, it's crazy times in our world, but God is still in control. God is on His throne, and He is intimately involved with His bride, which is the church. And we, who believe in Christ Jesus, who know that we are saved, born again, may new that we are that pride. God bless you guys. Have a great, great rest of the weekend.